Ray Cooney. What's up, Pop? You know, just got through with a little old joggle. Joggle? That's right. Thought we were calling it a jog. Nope, it's straight up jog now. Oh, really? I done got to the the jogging. Just straight jogging. Mine's been more of a a, a wog. Yours has been more of a ain't done nothing in two days. No, no. When no. is the last time you worked out? Friday, Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Holy smoke! Wait, what? No, we went Friday, right? You, no, no. Cause I, I worked out Friday. Mm-hmm. Took Saturday off. Then did a hike Sunday morning deer hunting. Yeah. You ain't worked. You ain't done nothing so since Wednesday. Wednesday. Come on, cuz. Hey. You got to do something. It is what it is. Don't don't let this new job just destroy what you got going on. I ain't. I want to get into the gym. I want to go to the gym. I think. Well, you know how to go to the gym. Get in the car and go. Walk in there and say, hey, let me pay for a month's membership and then just start going. Yeah. It's right by where I work. So you want to get into the gym. You ain't getting in there not getting into the gym. What? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't getting in there not getting to the gym? All that won't ain't doing nothing. I'll get in there. All that won't ain't I doing wanna, nothing. I want to get swole. Well, get in there and put in some work, huh? I want to look like Brock Lesnar. When you come home, get off that dang TikTok. Go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quit saying what you want to do and do it. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna get on you this evening. That's all. That's it. There'll be something else coming. Quit up. talking smack. Start doing some action. There'll be something else come up. You got to stop and get a haircut on the way. Your hair's your hair's getting white. What, what do you mean? I what? do need to get a haircut. Your hair is long as far, son. Hey, <laughs> don't hate because you can't grow it, cuz. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Now. Whoa. That wasn't cool at all. Well. So, you're talking about getting fired up on coon hunting, and you're about to get fired up on coon hunting. Yeah. You you tried to bug out on me this evening and go a coon hunting, and we had the podcast to do. Yeah. So why didn't you I mean, why why didn't you say yesterday when we got home from the family fish fry? Why didn't you say, "Hey, Papa"? Hey, Papa, let's do this podcast, because I'm going coon hunting tomorrow night. Well, it was, let's see, it was 9.45 at night when we got home. And yep. I was like, tired. I don't really feel like doing it. We'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. But then. Is that what you say about going to the gym? Oh, that joker come raw with it. <laughs> he got him on that one. <laughs> Dang. Ooh, that's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was tired. I figured Daddy was tired. We'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, then tomorrow come around. Now we got to do it. Yeah, and you had to cancel your coon hunt. Yeah. So, Bill. That's fine. Hey, tomorrow. The Chronicles of Cooney putting stuff off till a later date. To say, oh, I forgot about it, or oh, I don't like it, oh, I don't want to do that, oh, I started to and I forgot. The Chronicles of Cooney. Narnia. Remember that movie, Chronicles of Narnia? No, I don't. You weren't cool. This is red-blooded outdoors, by the way. I I forgot you, you only, there was only like one movie out when you were a kid, and it was Where the Red Fern Grows. That's all you could ever watch. That was the only movie worth watching. All you watched know. when you were growing up was Where the Red Fern Grows and He Man. Look, look and see what when that movie come out. Hey, don't knock on He Man, cuz. I ain't knocking on him. He Man? Are you serious? I'm don't, just saying don't. there was better stuff to watch. What was that show? We were sitting on the porch the other night. And Daddy goes Nanu Nanu. <laughs> I had never heard that. Mork before. and Mindy, cuz. 
Yeah, unacceptable. You don't know nothing about that Mulk and Mindy. Yeah, no, I don't. When did that movie come out? The book. Look, you got to back off that mic. You sound like Michael Myers over there. <gasps> it come out in 1961. See, that was that was way before I was born, son. Yeah, but it was still I'm, the only I, movie. I'm a bicentennial baby. Speaking of that, the day this podcast is coming out is our good friend Kenneth Porter's birthday. Oh, really? So if you listen on your birthday, Kenneth, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kenneth. He's also, that's what y'all called him when y'all was a baby. When y'all was babies, y'all couldn't say Kenneth. So y'all said Kenseth. That's his name. Yeah. But uh, Bicentennial Baby right here, boy. Bicentennial Baby. Bicentennial? No. Why are you making fun of where the red fern grows? I wasn't making fun of it. I was making fun of you by saying the only movie when you grew up was where the red fern grows. So your 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 TV your TV experience is not as high as mine is what I'm trying to say. So okay. So if if that was the the best movie out when I was a a kid, so that movie would have been 10 five, 16 years old. Mhm. When I was born. 16 years and there wasn't but one good movie on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> So what? I mean, I mean, look at how many good movies come out when I was when I was little. Like what? All of them. What? Oh, there's there's just so many. I mean, no. like the Shrek series. That those are the best movies ever. Kenny, shut up, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Them things are garbage. Dude. Shrek? Yeah. I think you need to shut up. But man, those come. are the best ones. Since you've been, a, I'm trying to think. There ain't been no good movies come out since you've been alive. Oh, yeah. For like, sure. Like what? Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm, got him. What about Lawless? Lawless, yeah. No, you forgot about Lawless. There you go. Uh, Next to Ken with Patrick Swayze. You ain't even seen that, have you? Mm. you look. The only Patrick Swayze movie I think I've ever seen is Roadhouse. That's a bad have you seen Black Dog? And I only watched Roadhouse because y'all were making fun of me one day at work going, a polar bear fell on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you see where we got that from? Yeah, and I the, looked nothing like that guy. What was that guy's name? Tater? Tickle? I don't know. Something like that. That's what they call me at work now. What? Tater. Did you say my nickname is Cooney? Yeah, that's what I told him. So why they call you Tater? I don't know. At your new job, the man, the manager up there Saturday, he he yelled Tater, and I was like, "Who's this joker named Tater that works here?" And it was me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Tater. Did you say I'm Cooney? Yeah, that's what I told him. I told him my nickname's Cooney. Everybody calls me Cooney. I got half of them calling me Joe Dirt and half of them calling me Tater. Sweet Tater. He I, actually. The, the my boss come in there and he said, "No, nah, he's a little bit too chunky to be tater. He's mashed potato." Whoa, <laughs> whoa! What you not you potato salad? Potato what? salad? Yeah, your well. pear salad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is the deal with a pear salad? Have you seen? We talked about Funny. that one time before. A piece of lettuce that's about the palm of your hand, <laughs> and they set a pear on it. And then they put a dollop of mayonnaise in the hole of the pear. So it's a, oh, a, yeah. a piece of lettuce, half of a pear, <laughs> set on a piece, set on that lettuce, a dollop of mayonnaise, a cherry, and some shredded cheese. <laughs> Who come up with that mess? We had a whole discussion on this during on the dove hunt. Who come up with that mess? That makes the bad part is the people that like it. (laughs) Wow! Why? I tell you something. I tried the other day. This is red blooded outdoors, by the way, y'all. That's the second time you said it. Okay, just keep it count. I don't think I said it on the last podcast, but I ate some tuna fish with some guacamole. 
Oh, that was on time, cuz. That, that was on Where was time. that at? Subway? Yeah. That was on time. Not a big guap man myself. Well, I mean, your nickname's Tater. Yeah, I'm just not a bit. That has nothing to do with me not liking the guac. <laughs> have you seen the movie Black Dog with Patrick Swayze? I have not. Good grief, man. You uh, Good grief. What in the world is it? What about the series that come on the TV with uh about the Hatfield and McCoys? I've seen that. Now, that's good, ain't it? Mm-hmm. That's on, that Ooh, was on what Netflix. about the movie Cold Mountain? Never, never even heard of that one. God Almighty, Cooney! Listen, sometimes you make me feel like I failed as a father. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, I, I, I think my favorite movie I've ever seen by far is The Patriot with Mel Gibson, and that's about, the best one. What about Braveheart? Now I don't like it as much. I don't think either one of those movies come out while you're alive, so you can't. Neither has Roadhouse or Black Dog, I don't think, or any of those. So those, the only one that's come out that we talked about since you've been alive has been Lawless. Yeah. Yeah. So still, they're well, still all good movies. I mean, what else you got? Grand Torino. Grand Torino come out while I was alive. Yeah. That's a good one. Have you ever seen the movie The Deer Hunter? Oh, I got Talladega Nights, by the way, which is a great A film. That that movie. Coney. No. <laughs> no. We're talking about good movies. That, that movie's funny. It's got it it's got it when that cougar's in the car, that's pretty it's funny. It's great A. That's pretty funny. Um Dang, you made me forget the movie I was gonna say, you knothead. Dad blasted. Don't get Oh, me. the deer hunter. With Robert De Niro, Mm-mm. man, now that, now that Joker's over three hours long, but it's a good. Let me tell you the movie you've got to watch. Like this is, you've got one week to watch this movie, and if you don't watch it, I'm kicking you out of the house. Okay. You are gonna be kicked out of the house, and you you're not gonna be able to come back. Period. <laughs> even if you watch the movie, Patton. Patton? Patton. About General Patton. That's all I'm going to say. Patton. Patton. Okay. That is a requirement. A a requirement? Yeah. Man, so many requirements to live here. So what, you going to start coon hunting? Or start back coon hunting with a a buddy of ours? Mm Mm-hmm. Luke Hembry. That's right. You about to get fired up. I'm going to try to anyway. Now, Now let me tell you a little... Let me let me give you some fatherly advice. Give me give me some advice from the the wise cornbread himself. When you are coon hunting throughout the week, mm-hmm. right now for those of y'all that don't know, you take the dog out to wherever you're going to go, said property. You turn the hound loose. They run, strike, trail, and tree a raccoon. It could take from ten minutes to two hours mm-hmm. to four hours it just depends on the track whether the track's cold or hot if they hit big water all kinds of stuff dogs are like people some day they have some some nights they have bad dates some nights their heads up their butt you know what i mean here's the trick the coon hunting throughout the week while you're going to school and working you make one drop one drop because I'm going to tell you right now in coon hunting lore hunting through the week while you're working if you're off it ain't no big deal that second drop will bite your tail son now you may go four nights in a row and do two drops and you say, oh, yeah, I can do two drops every night. But there's going to come a time where you're going to pay that piper on that second drop. And it's going to make up for all them others. Now, you heed what I got to say. Because I'm going to tell you what. The first time. Because, all right, so 
time will fall back in November. Mm-hmm. So just because you coon hunting don't mean you ain't got a certain time you got to be home. So when your little rock walking, not headed self's in the middle of them woods and you look down at your clock and you say, Dad, blasted, I got to be home in an hour and you already 45 minutes from the house and you already got a 45 minute walk, it ain't going to be good, boy. It ain't going to be good. You hear me? Yeah. And you might be, you might done got deep. Ain't got no cell phone service and and none of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of people can say, well, at least he's out there coon hunting. He ain't out there riding around. I ain't laying in the bed staring at the ceiling wondering if you are right. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Heed my warning. That second drop will bite your tail, son. Bite it. That's a Friday night and a Saturday night thing. You hear me? One drop through the week, more through the weekend. Mm-hmm. That, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Okay. And since you're getting back into coon hunting, you need to sell that Doctra, Doctra tracking collar, tracking system I got. Why do I need to sell it? Because I ain't got no dog no more. I don't need it. Send it on down the road, son. Or if you find somebody that really needs one, that really needs one, give it to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you were thinking. You were thinking, oh, maybe I'll get me a dog and I can use it. Hey, son. Huh? <laughs> ain't nothing to it. No. <laughs> no. No, you don't have the spots to hunt. You ain't going to let a dog lay up in the pen out there. You never know. You ain't going <laughs> to. <laughs> you never know. I know you ain't gonna let it lay up in the pen. So, man, I did the. I had the blessing to, to guide the truth and nature nature hunt deer hunt this weekend. And uh, Shorty, the guy that sort of manages this deer hunting property uh, that we can hunt, he mainly hunts it, you know. But he let us hunt out there once in a while. We help him out, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, he he had a spot in mind for us, so me and him went out there and checked it out and set up a blind and this and that and that and this. And I had the blessing to take a young man who had never been deer hunting before in his life. He'd never been deer hunting before in his life. And he told me he'd been hunting, like squirrel hunting and dove hunting, and he had never harvested anything. Never. Hmm. Somebody asked me the other day, and it, it just slipped my mind to ask him if uh, how old he was. You know what I told him? Told what? him. What? First deer hunt. That's how old he was. This was his first deer hunt. Oh, so... It's like it looks like you're going by age by how many deer hunts they've been on. <laughs> He's first deer hunt old. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, the mentor that mentor that come with him, Kyle. Um, he was a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude. He's got some. Um, they're doing some video work hunting. It's called Final Set Outdoors, I believe it is. Hi can't remember i got them on my on the instagram look it up i don't i don't I want... got them on youtube I was oh, watching you their oh yeah videos. man they got an awesome video of of the first opening day georgia yeah final set final set is it outdoors yeah final set outdoors mm-hmm. man y'all check their videos out on youtube that opening day georgia deer season oh yeah bow hunt that is on time, son. Y'all check them out. Oh, Kyle, he's a good dude. So, you know, it was a blessing to to meet some more brothers in Christ and to take that young man hunting in the place we had to hunt or the place we was going to hunt. We knew the deer was probably going to be there when it come time to get in the blind unless you was going to get in the blind about four in the morning. 
But let me tell you how the Lord provided this big, thick fog, right? And practically no wind. And the wind that we did have was 100% in our favor to get to that blind. 100%. Wow. We eased out that, that young man's name's Colton. I said, Colton, you ever played like you as a ninja? And he looked at me. And he said, no, I don't guess I have. I said, well, you about to. And I'm talking about, boy, we put the dang ninja down on there. The ninja down on there. And, and Shorty had a, a cell camera set up on that food plot. And Shorty was taking a boy and a mentor to a different spot. And uh, so Shorty was able to see the deer that we were seeing, right? And uh, if they was on in you know in range of the camera, so we we take and we start cutting across this fog, man. We go up this driveway and then we cut across. There's an oak tree, a red oak tree that sits on the edge of a field that them deer love to come to and feed. And uh, that was the only thing really that I had to worry about was making sure we didn't put too much ground scent around that oak tree, right? So when I cut through there, I cut at an angle to stay away from that red oak tree because we sort of knew we had the wind perfect. The fog was, you know, if we can't see them, they can't basically can't see us. Yeah, was y'all, was y'all trying to get to like a blind or a shooter house or something? Yeah, we had a ground blind set oh, up. Okay. And uh, so I got my angle to stay away from that oak tree, and I cut across there. You know, a lot of people don't think about their ground scent. Mm -hmm. They don't think about it. When you like me, my hunting truck is my work truck, is my workout truck. You know what I mean? I am not the master of scent control. Because just like tonight, I went a working or did a workout and got nice and sweaty and set my fat tail in that truck. And if I was to go a hunting in the morning, I'm going to put my hunting clothes on, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to sit in that same seat, you know. Plus, you got all that concrete dust. I mean, let's talk about the hydraulical and the grease and everything else. So, I'm sort of wise if I'm going to set up or if I cross a deer trail about try to be wise about my ground scent. What I put, the scent that I put on the ground. And I didn't want to get close to that oak tree. So, I worked an angle from that oak tree to the blind. We get set up, super foggy. I mean, foggy is like you ain't never seen foggy before in your life. It was foggy Saturday morning. Yeah. And um, it got about shooting light, I think, was shooting time. I think was, oh, man. Anyhow, I can't remember what shooting time was, but at about 7, 15, 7, 20, Something like that. We could finally see out across that food plot. And I seen a deer out there. And uh, I said, there's a deer right there. And he picked the gun up. Can you see it? Yeah. Are you on it? Yeah. And he just calmly took the gun, pulled it back, set it down, and said, I don't feel comfortable. That fog was so thick out through there. You could see the outline of the deer. Yeah. And this deer's like 100 yards away. Big old doe. You could see another deer to the left of that deer, too. And uh, But the fog was so thick, all it was was just the outline. You couldn't really make any definition of where the shoulder ended on the deer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I believe he made the right choice. What, what kind of gun was he shooting? Do you know? I don't even remember the caliber. Let, let me tell you something. Tell me about it. 
I'll tell you in a minute. I'll get to that part in a minute. Okay. So, when uh, them two deer moved off to the right, and I told Kyle, I said, man, them jokers is going to come to this oak tree. Now, to the right, we really didn't have a shooting lane. Like, pretty much, we had to the left, straight ahead, and I mean just to the hair, just a hair to the right that we could really shoot. Because off in the distance, there's a over, now it's even over the hill, but they're building a house over there. And, you know, when you shoot an animal, that bullet can deflect mm-hmm. out of that animal. It's maybe not go in a straight path, right? Yeah. So it's not even wise to even think about taking a shot over there. So those deer, I said, they're going to try to get to this oak tree. They've had all they wanted out of that food plot, all they wanted of that corn. They want some acorns. I'm pretty sure they're going to come to this oak tree. And no more than I got that out of my mouth, hear them jokers come out of the woods. When they first popped out, they was probably 30 yards at the most from the blind. And uh, they pop out. Now, we set that blind up Friday night. Yeah. So they wasn't, uh, they wasn't used to it. They was skeptical the whole time, wasn't they? There was three does and a seven-point buck. And that big nanny doe was not liking that blind at all. They didn't have the wind blowing at them. But, man, she was. They they started toward the oak tree, and then they got, you know, where they was uncomfortable with what was up with the blind. And, I mean, no matter how much she stared, that young man, uh, Kyle, he was recording with the camera. Um, that young man just moved very little. Did really, really good. Did an awesome job of not letting them deer bust us. They even went back into the woods and then come back out and got even closer. At one time, one doe was about eight yards from the blind. Yeah looking dead in it trying to figure out what in the world is this thing and what is going on but now i tell you what that buck didn't give a fat rat about it didn't give a fat rat about it and uh he was just doing whatever those does did he's a young buck he was doing whatever they did if they walked back in the woods, he was right there with them. If they walked toward the oak tree, he was right there with them. His security was 100% in what those does did. You know what I mean? Yeah. That knothead, if he ain't careful, somebody that wants to kill a little buck, he going to die. Because he don't give a fat rat what's going on. Hey, you know what the G-O-N says, huh? November 8th. November 8th, what? That's when it happens. you talking about the rut. Mm-hmm. Oh, Coney. Out of all, let me ask you this. Out of all your years of deer hunting, I'm sure you probably look in the G-O-N probably once to every year. The, G, the G-O-N, for people that don't know, is a monthly magazine here in Georgia called the Georgia Outdoor News. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But in it, every year around this time, They'll post a map of the state and do yeah. county by county, and they'll take certain counties and say when the peak of the rut. Yeah, what day will be the best day to hunt during the rut. So, right. out of all the years you've hunted, and I don't know if you've really paid attention to it much or not, but have you ever hunted on those days that they say were the best days and had a good hunt? Uh, you know, really, for me. Pretty much from the first week of November all the way through the no through November is what I do. If I'm going if I'm gonna try to get a buck, that's when he's gonna slip up. It's during the rut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or your best time for me anyway, the way I hunt. Um but no I don't 
look at the thing and say, oh, this is this is the day I got to be there. You know, I don't do that. And I, I don't, I mean, I ain't knocking nobody that does, but you ask me if I do it, no. I don't do it. Hmm. I, I, I wonder was, how they come up with that day. Well, it's all, with that yeah. certain day. It's just through research. It's just, it's just through research. Yeah, but I wonder what the research process is to come up with the actual day. Like, hey, Paulden County, November 8th is going to be the best day. Well. I wonder if it's just like throughout the years they've realized that there's been a lot of deer activity on November 8th. How about for the next podcast? Like, I give you assignments for next podcast. And I don't do them. No, you don't. Correct. (laughs) So how about for the next podcast? You do a you do a rut report. A rut report? Yeah, like explain the the Georgia deer rut. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That's very doable. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so we we take a lunch break. We had those deer, you know, come up and they stayed right there on us for a good while. Finally, they eased off and we we took a lunch break and. Got back in the blind probably about uh, 4.30-ish, 5 o'clock-ish, you know. And we knew about 7 o'clock was going to be the the time, anywhere from 6.30 to 7. And a little bit after 7, we knew it was going to be the time. And we were sitting there, and just out of the corner of my right eye, I caught a deer that had sort of come out of the field and up a driveway cut into those pines that was straight in front of us and and a little bit off to our to our right and uh, so i told colton and kyle and you know i seen a deer and then kyle seen it moving through the woods and it was probably well i I can tell you when it was it was about five to seven she walked out in the food plot started feeding facing us dead facing us so you know first time hunter you ain't gonna try to get him to to do that shot placement if she lifts her head up you know straight on um and then a yearling doe come out and uh was feeding with her we said uh when one of them gets broadside or if the one you want gets broadside do your thing and that boy looked through that scope. It seemed like an eternity. And uh, it was a squirrel started barking right above our head. And as that squirrel started barking, that yearling doe turned broadside. And they both looked right up at the blind. Because that squirrel was barking, you know. Yeah. And uh, he got on it and dropped the hammer. Dropped the hammer, and uh, we waited a good little while, you know, to make sure, make sure the deer was dead. He he originally said, "I, I missed it, I missed it," and uh, Kyle said he could feel the chair shaking from that boy, you know, yeah, shaking. And um, we went up there, and that boy found the blood first. And he was excited. Don't get me wrong. He was excited. He found the blood. He starts tracking the blood. I, I actually seen the deer laying there dead in the woods. And I was like, no, we're going to let him track it. We're going we're gonna to let him track it. Because you, you don't ever want to get to, and I do it sometimes, if I shoot a deer or, or anything that runs a pig you know that that runs off you get to trailing that blood and then you can get too involved in looking for the animal instead of following the blood and you can walk you can step on valuable blood that you need to for tracking you can get way off path and lose where your last drop of blood was you know what i mean mm-hmm. so my suggestion my opinion is just to follow the blood you know what I'm saying? But I seen the deer. And, uh, that boy followed that blood. We, me and Kyle had told him. Um, 
earlier. He had Colton had had some knowledge of it. He said, "Don't don't when you kill you your first deer you you get the blood wiped on your face." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah." And you know what happens if you miss? He said, "What?" I said, "We well, cut your shirt tail off." He said, "Cut your shirt tail off." I said, "Yeah, we'll cut the back bottom part of your shirt tail." Off and in that way, when you wear that shirt, or when somebody sees you at camp, they know you missed a deer. He's like, "Well, what if you shoot a bunch of times and you miss every time?" I said, "We'll cut that booger all the way up to you just wearing an apron." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, he tracked and got to that deer, and uh, he got to that deer, and he said, uh, I get that blood wiped on my face. We was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And me and Kyle both got us two dang fingers full of blood. And Kyle wiped one side and I wiped the other. And that boy was just tickled to mm. death. He called Jeff Davis, the the, uh, the main director of Truth and Nature. And he called the the main mentor that's over the Dallas chapter. And I mean, tickled to death, son that he got that deer i mean it was awesome dude slap dab awesome wow but back what i was going to say what would yeah let's go when, when you asked me the caliber of the gun okay it don't matter what oh my god here we anybody go. has cooning when i got here we go you hear me it does not matter what anybody has when I guide, killer with a rock. When I guide, whoever goes with me, I make them a stone cold killer. They are going to get something. That's what happens. That is what happens. You hear me? So don't come at me. With what caliber, what grain bullet, what scope, what was the yardage? Which he made it like a hundred and one, hundred five yard shot, something like that. It was a little over a hundred yards, which is awesome for somebody's first deer, in my opinion. Really awesome. So don't come at me with all that. Don't come at me when I walk in the door, and you know I've been a guiding. Just say what'd you get, <laughs> or what? What? What did the person get? How big was the deer? What kind of deer? Where was you at? How big was the turkey? Where was the pig at? What kind of gun you shooting? Those, <clears throat> you don't ask that. Why not? That, because you could go. I you, I could take you out there with a flip. What? 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 With a flip. What is a flip? My gosh, Cooney. What is a flip? A slingshot. No, no, you don't call it that. Why would you call that a flip? You ain't. Why? You ain't never heard a slingshot called a flip? Nobody has. Not one person in America. Cooney, come on, man. You're acting ridiculous. A flip? I I could take you out there with a flip. You ain't taking me with no flip. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. And I could put it, I could, yeah, I could put you right on some game. Some, right on some game. Believe that. You, you know. You, I, you know. You could put me on a 400-pound bear, but I got a flip. <laughs> hey, did you not see Tim Wells kill a bear with a blowgun? Yeah, not a flip. I it. I bet I bet you could do it. I bet you could do it. <laughs> a flip. That is no. Why has that blown your mind, dude? Because that's so dumb. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now be serious. Did people really call them flips? Yeah, when I was a kid you called a slingshot a flip. You called a slingshot. Google it. I'm not Googling that. I don't want that in my phone. <laughs> Google it. I refuse. Do, do people call slingshot a flip? No. My gosh, son. My gosh. 
Well, that has encouraged me to start a campaign called Stop the Flip. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make sure all flips are off the shelves. But, man, it was a blessing to go out there and be a part of that. An absolute blessing. There is nothing more I would rather do than to take a, a kid hunting, number one, but a kid that ain't never been hunting, and, and all joking aside, even if they don't get anything, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing more than I, that I would rather do. I would rather, I would rather take an adult hunting that ain't never been a hunting, and we've talked about this before, um, than I had just go myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like we said before, there's more to hunting than just killing an animal. I mean, you got to find it. Yeah, me and G was walking. We we made a loop. Uh, I took G a hunting. My nephew's 11 years old. He's 11 or 12. Hey. He's, he's about 10 hey. deer hunts old. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the sixth grade, so whatever age group that is. He, he's he's 10 deer hunts old. Okay. You think he's been on 10 deer hunts? Uh, he's been on a lot more than that. You think so? Definitely. Uh, he's yeah. 10 he's de- he's ten deer hunts I'm going to give it an easy 15 to 17 deer hunts old. Okay. He's he's <laughs> he's under 20 deer hunts old. Um, so anyhow, we made a loop yesterday morning. Uh, he's like me. He don't really like to sit that much. Yeah. He likes to spot and stalk. That and that the way we hunted yesterday morning is how we killed or how he killed his first deer last year. He's just walking, chilling, do a little grunting. And a lot of people might say, "Well, it's early for grunting." Well, I don't care what you say. That's what I do. And uh, sit down, see what happens. Get up, move on about our business. And uh, so we we made a loop yesterday morning. It was about a mile and a half or whatever. And we popped out on the on the dirt road. And uh, little old G was leading the way back to the truck. And as we was walking down through there, there was a few people passed by. And I had the thought to myself, I wonder, I wonder what them people think. I wonder if they think, oh, that little boy didn't get no deer. Maybe they didn't even care. I don't know. Um, and I thought to myself, he had a good hunt. He had a real good hunt. You know, we, we say our prayer mm-hmm. all the time before we, we go out of hunting. And um, we, we had a good prayer that morning. We took off a walking. We sat down on a few spots. I listened to G talk about where we was at. When I would tell him where we was going, he knew where we was going because he's been back in there hunting a good many times. Yeah, so so he's that age where he can, where he sort of knows, hey, this is that spot. Yeah, yeah, I've been here before. He, He can put the nickname of the spot to where it's at. Right. So then... I said, well, what do you think about us going over here, G, just trying a teetotal different spot? We ain't we ain't been down in this country at deer hunting. He was all for it. He was all for it. And we we dropped off this, this pine ridge down into this hardwood bottom with a creek. And uh, we got down in there, and he said, man, I know where I'm at. And I, I knew where I was at, too. And, and I knew G had been down in there. I said, oh, yeah, how so? He said, uh, this is where Mama Dog come down in here all the time and just bark around. Remember that spot over where we used to cut loose on that road that sort of grown up? We'd walk down through there, and she'd get down in there, and she just couldn't ever work that coon out down in there, remember? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we was at, and he remembered that. Fine. And I said, well, you remember what's up on top of this hill right here? He said, yeah, that's how you get to the road that we used to come in on with Mama Dog. I don't remember no creek being down there. Yeah, there's a creek down there. I don't. I just don't remember it. Yeah, see? Oh, that – no, that wasn't there. Maybe it was. No, no, it was to the right of that a little bit. Remember, we got back in there one night. 
we, we was coon hunting, but we got back in there and we started coming through. We'd already pulled mama dog off the tree and we started walking through those pines and all them turkeys was roosted up in there. And remember, we just walking through there and all you hear smoking them turkeys out of the roost. Maybe I stayed at the truck that night and you and Buck come through there. No, that was me. It was me, you, and Buck. Really? Yeah, we was walking through there, and it, it, it sounded like a war dog. Oh, I remember, yeah. That was yeah. Some, it, it, wild. Yeah. And um, But he remembered that, and I thought to myself, Dad, bone, that's awesome. That is awesome. We got, no, we got into one little spot down there, and I mean, there were squirrels down in there going crazy, son. I'm talking about fighting, running, jumping, hopping, flipping, not not slingshot, <laughs> uh, just barking, just doing all. And she said, Dad, boom, son, we done found another squirrel hunting hole. I said, believe that, son. So, you know, I got to, to, to watch G, and G was involved in the hunt. He wasn't just along for the ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's it's, it's it's good to see somebody, a little boy like that, just start bringing it all together. Because that's how you learn, right? You start understanding what's going on in the woods. You start understanding the terrain of places that you hunt. So you can put together in your mind your own plan to try to figure something out. And it was, I just thought that walking down that road. I wonder what, if them people think, well, dang, that little boy didn't get no deer, so he's probably sad. Well, gee, was just as happy as, as a pig in mud. You know what I mean? He's just as happy as he killed a bear with a flip. And he, and he's still talking smack when he gets back to the house. Oh, what That's is that? That's the only joker I know that can just go out there. And gee, money can hunt forever. And I mean, not even see a deer. And then come home, sit down on the couch, and go. I kill bigger deer than all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I never hear the end of it because the biggest deer I've killed is a three pointer. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, G killed that four pointer last year, <laughs> so I, I don't I don't even get to catch a break no more. G G just come home and I'll say something to him like, "Oh, you can't kill no deer," and he'll be like, "I kill bigger deer than you, man." Then <laughs> I can't say he can't because he did. Dad, boom. Joker just talks smack. He's a good boy. He's, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, it was an awesome weekend deer hunting. Just slap awesome. Slap awesome. So we're, we're going to be ready to hear about some of you coon hunting this week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're going to be ready to hear about some rut report. Rut report. You got that? Mm-hmm. Do you got, I mean, are you on it? Yeah. Ten fold. I'm got it, Daddy. Do you got anything else? I do not. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Let's go look on our Instagram page and our Facebook. Yeah. Leave us a rating and review on Apple. Man, if y'all leave it us helps a rating, us a lot. Rating and review on Apple, that'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. If there's anything special or certain you want us to talk about, shoot us an email. Yeah. Redbloodedoutdoors at gmail.com. We're about to get fired back up on some more guests, y'all. We got some lined mm-hmm. up. We got some lined up. We just trying to let Cooney get his old feet wet. Get his old get pumped up. Do you feel like now you you more in the swing of things? You Yeah. You can go with the flow some. I feel like these podcasts are gradually becoming more of a conversation. Right. Right. So you ain't as nervous. You know what I mean? I feel like if you get some headphones, that the top thing would be big enough to go over your cowboy hat. Or maybe you get a cowboy hat that you don't wear no more and cut a slot out of the middle. I think I think what I need to do is I need to figure out a way to cock this chair sideways so I can lean back and prop my feet up and bring the microphone to me so I can be chilled back and relaxed. Then I could bring quality content. It'd be peak. It'd be the peak of my podcasting career. Hmm. There you go. There you go. That's what I need. You know what I say? What? Praise God. 
Mm-hmm. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus loves us all. You feel me? I do. All right, boy, well, I ain't got nothing. You need yeah. to go in there and get some rest and think about how you're going to go get that gym membership tomorrow after work. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you go coon hunting and, and then come home and say how you didn't get the gym membership. All right, let me, let me ask you this. Would you rather go to the gym or go coon hunting? Oh, I'd definitely rather go coon hunting. Uh, all right, deuces. <laughs> That's that's See? the dumbest question you've ever asked. Exactly. So if I had if I have to choose, hey, run them hounds or pump that iron, I'm gonna run them hounds. Well, let me let me let me throw this out here at you. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw this to you. See if you can catch it. Maybe you can't. Maybe hey, it's too fast just, for you. Maybe I'll just flip it back to you. Hey. Maybe maybe it's hey hey hey. Maybe it's too fast for you. Huh. You can't catch it. Maybe I throw too hard. You ready? No. Get your gym membership. Get up in the morning. Go pump that iron. Go to school. Go to work. Go coon hunting. So are you telling me to get up in the morning and go get the gym membership? Well, why not? I mean, the people... I I don't even know... I guess that the gym would have somebody there at the counter with it being open 24 hours. I don't know how that works. No. No, they got they give people a card to come up and you scan that card at the door and it unlocks the door and you walk in there. Yeah, see, I don't no, you, listen, you get the gym membership after work. Go oh, tomorrow, then yeah. go coon hunting. There you go. Get up the next day and pump iron. Yeah, and then that way your workout's already done. And I mean, listen to me talking about that. I've been trying to get up and do a workout. For weeks in the morning, don't never do it. But that's a good suggestion, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I might, I might just do that then. Well, we'll see what you do. Is that, is that a challenge Can or a request? I challenge you to watch Patton. Don't forget, if you do not watch Patton this week, mm-hmm. you are homeless next week. <laughs> you understand? So, let's see. It is... 10.44 Monday. So by 10.44 next Monday, I have to have Patton watched. Negative, because we record the podcast on Monday. Normally, if we don't have a guest, that's usually our recording day. So here's what he's saying is, so if have- I'm not on the next podcast, that means I didn't watch Patton. <laughs> Believe that. So if I'm not on the next one, y'all know what I'm doing. There you go. All right, boy, I love you. Love you, too. Praise God. Deuces.